Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome to the Love is Blind Rehap Up. I am Asia. And I am here to talk about Love is Blind. I am so excited. And I'm not here alone. I'm here with my awesome co-host. Who am I talking to? Uh, Why don't you take a guess? Uh, Is that Jason? Wow. I I can't believe that you would mistake (laughs) me like that. I mean, you can't see me, but don't you know my voice well enough for this? Uh, Of course. Of course. It's Mary. (laughs) Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to talk some Love is Blind. This is the first time that I've ever consumed Netflix like when they do the dump in in like a day, just watched it straight through. And it was an experience for sure. Oh, Oh I was so I had to watch it all. Like I couldn't take I thought I was going to like watch a couple episodes and come back to it. No, it had me so sucked in. And I'm not I don't know if my expectations were low, but I loved season one so much. I was like, how how can I live up to it? You know? Exactly. I was thinking this whole time, like, okay, who's going to be the new Jessica? Who's going to be the new, you know, Hamiltons, whatever. (laughs) And I I don't necessarily know that we're following the same path as season one. Exactly. Uh, Even the people who early on, I was like, okay, they're the locked in couple. It looks like it's not going to be smooth sailing for anybody this season. Right. I was like, okay, even though we don't, we, we definitely don't have a Cameron and Lauren. but. Do we have a cast full of Amber Barnett and Jessica's? <laughs> yes. Yeah, this this show, I don't know how they did it, but they somehow cast it where they're like, man, you know, it was great. That love triangle last season. How many love triangles and love rhombuses can we get? Because there's going to be a lot. <laughs> right. Oh, well, we are going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about season two, episodes one through five. Just our overall thoughts, reactions. So if you have not watched episodes one through five of season two, highly recommend it because we are just going to be diving into everything that they showed. Um, And I've been loving seeing all the feedback from the patrons and on Twitter, people excited to hear us podcasting about it. So we're here. (laughs) So we are jumping in. Yes. What did you so did you how do you feel about what we saw? I think the the way that they did the drop with the first five episodes made a lot of sense. It was like you're saying like a, a 
whatever the equivalent to a page turner is for <laughs> for the show. And there were a lot of interesting cliffhangers. There was a lot of uh, dramatic moments. There was there were some sweet moments. Yeah, there were parts where I you know I got I got some gall written in my notes a couple of times. So that was that was pretty good. Um, I'm not sure that there's anyone. There's people I like. But there's a lot of individuals I like more than couples. Like, I'm not sure yet that I have a pair that I'm rooting for. Um, I think I have a top one, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Well, we'll get to it. Um, overall though, I thought it was, it was a fun season. I think my big fear going into season two was has season one, the fact that it was on Netflix, ruined it for everyone now that they right. know what show they're going on and how it was received. Are we going to have a bunch of people who don't have any interest in falling in love and getting married? And really, it's just going to be, hey, I want to be on this Netflix show. I feel pretty confident that's not the case based on that, or, or at least they're hiding it in the edit. If it is <laughs> the case, they're doing a pretty good job. Um, it's a show that compared to other dating reality shows skews a little bit older um especially when you look at the ages of the people who sort of move on throughout the the show and couple up um we're looking at like 30 31 being the average age and the mm -hmm. youngest person i think on the entire cast was 27 so that's comforting compared to like the bachelor where i think the average age is like 24 exactly so yeah i think different. Yeah, I think the main two factors that play a part in that is, like you said, the age, like the fact that you're skewing older and then the format of the show itself, because they are literally forcing people not to see each other or be physical in order to progress their relationship. So they're like, well, shoot, I'm already having a conversation with someone. I might as well go deeper. I might as well get to know them better. And, you know, as a response to that, some of these people are actually genuinely following falling in love and so i think it's because you they they force it out of them because they want people to take too hot to handle seriously they want people to take the bachelor seriously but they 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 can't deny their human nature to just be like oh that girl is hot or oh he's so cute and then that's all their attraction is based on yeah and it's a little bit like different than some of the other shows where you know you look at the bachelor it's such a big franchise that they know if they if, okay if they don't you know win in the end if they don't get paired up then yeah. they can probably go on to be on another season or on one of mm -hmm. the spin-offs and so there's a lot more opportunity there whereas i think this show is still small enough where really the like only way to quote unquote win is to yeah. get in a successful relationship. And so if that's the way that you want to lock in um, and there's, there's a lot more stakes, even though some people may not really believe that like the engagement is the same as maybe like an engagement quote unquote in real life. Right. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, I think there's still an element of like, this is a big decision we're making. And so mm -hmm. we need to kind of commit. Uh, so it's interesting, but um, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm the key to, word. Yeah. <laughs> Decision. Yeah, like, yeah, they they have to decide themselves. So we get like speaking of deciding, uh, their hosts, they come in and Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. Nick thinks that he's a part no, of no, the joke. No, no, no. It's <laughs> Vanessa Lachey and obviously Nick Lachey. Obviously. He, he thinks he's a part of the joke now. Like he literally <laughs> says obviously and like laughs and no, stop. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, uh, so we we have them come in and like basically give the spiel to everybody about like, here's what we're doing. What are the reasons for why this show exists in the first place? And we go through a lot of like, oh, people judge me based on how I look. They think this about me or they think this about me. Um, and <laughs> I love the uh, the people saying um you don't that, that you at the end of the the show you either have to get married or walk away from that person forever like yeah. that's not i mean right. you know Giannina and Damien continued to date for her quite some time after right. not getting married but okay yeah. sure sure show at least put that out there right they they will say otherwise um but yeah Nick and Vanessa they say this is now a proven approach to finding love which hey Two successful couples. I I'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it proved something. Um, yeah. and and two out of five that moved on, like five couples out of um, trying to see how many like potential couples. If if uh, I, I think the show has said in the past that they pretty much only budget for five or six yeah. couples to like move on throughout the show, mm-hmm. and they put the whole cast was what thirty people. Yeah, thirty. Um, so that would be, you know, you've got like a little over one in one in three odds of (laughs) making it through at least based on the last two seasons. Um, they also give a couple like behind the scenes rules that I wasn't aware of last time. They say you and you alone choose who you spend time with Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to like keep talking to people you're not interested in, which I kind of assume, but the, the way they, they set up the show as we teased earlier, it seems like one person will say, I would like yeah. to go, you know, have a have a date or have a chat with so and so. But then the other person's not informed. They're just informed like that somebody's <laughs> gonna meet them, but they don't know who it is. Like why I mean, I guess the, the reason for doing this is literally so that we get moments like what right. happens in, in the first episode. Um but yeah, it didn't seem necessary. And they could they could just tell everyone who they're going to talk to. Right. Like, hey, you have a date with so and so. And they're like, okay, great, because that person requested it. That would be nice for that other person to know. Yeah. Then they know that person's pursuing them. Like, I don't get, I don't get the guessing game, but yeah, it does make for entertaining television. Um, so speaking of the pods, was there before we get into the? There are basically four major storylines that unfold through these five episodes. But before we get to those uh, four storylines, were there any contestants that stood out to you in the pods? There were a couple that that uh, outside of the group that obviously we're going to talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there were some people who seemed really sweet who we didn't get a lot about just sort of opening package stuff. Um, uh, Chastity talks about um, physical insecurities and being judged. Um, uh, Hasib says that they are ready for marriage, but have never told someone they love them. Um, so to that, which I'd yeah. say it doesn't sound like you're ready for marriage, but okay. <laughs> right? I really don't think being on Love is Blind should be your first experience at falling in love. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> right. I I did uh, did feel for Joey, who says he hasn't made it past a first date without someone bringing up his gray hair at 29. Which is, which is <laughs> hilarious because this man pops up on the screen and I literally said, oh, salt and pepper. <laughs> and he <laughs> says... <laughs> He said he can't make it fast without someone mentioning. I was like, oh, I'm I'm that girl. I yeah. literally <laughs> I I thought to myself, I'm like, OK, imagine that you're on a blind date with this person. Like, Could you 
could you not bring it up? I think I would not bring it up. I think I, I have tact unless they did. Right. Maybe he's bringing it up and we just, and he's just not right. saying that. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it, you can't miss it. And so I, I just thought that was, I was like, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was really, really trying to keep track throughout these episodes of how many people showed up and writing down their names and pausing it every time their name come, came up. And there were several people, I think eight or so people I never got who apparently yeah. were on this cast. Right. So it's always so weird to me how the show puts all these people in and you mostly see them in the like there's like a, a guy's area and a girl's area um, where they I guess they like hang out and sleep and they, we always get like montages of them doing yoga and like playing yeah. pool um, and in those moments there'll be like three or four guys hyping up one of the people who's like an actual star of the show someone who's <laughs> actually in a couple and there's three or four guys talking to them as if they matter and I'm sorry mm -hmm. it's like you guys you're not in their minds, do they feel like they're successfully getting through this show? It's like people around you are getting engaged and you're just hanging out. Are you even dating someone? We don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, how much don't we see? Because these people are they like they are supposed to be genuinely making connections. They see other people breaking down in tears when it doesn't work out with someone. So are they like, do they have a solid connection and it just doesn't turn out into an engagement? Or you know, do people have prospects like maybe one of their prospects were one of the the people that do end up getting engaged and this the show just decided not to follow that story? I just that's possible. I would yeah. love to see a stuff you didn't see type of <laughs> episode. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get some stories once everything drops, some more mm -hmm. names. I mean, in season one, we knew that there were two other couples who actually did get engaged and then they yeah. just were completely not shown on the show. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know if there were people like that or maybe some people who after the first day or two of speed dating with everyone realizes eh, no one here I'm really connecting with. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to yeah. I'm just going to leave. But I do yeah. think it's funny that like I almost think the show should just say at some point like bring everyone you know bring the host back out because they're not doing anything bring them <laughs> right. out and they'll say okay it's day it's day three or four in the pods if you don't feel like you have someone that you're really you know thinking you could get to the end with you might as well leave now and then yeah. we just watch the mass ex exodus i feel like that would be like interesting but oh well i agree and and then it's like okay but maybe they even do that they just don't even show us because I don't know. I just look at the cast list and I'm just like, I have never seen some of these people in my life. Um, but I did find it one funny that there was this one guy that went into the pod and was like, have you ever been in love? And the girl was like, well, how about we exchange names? I was like, yeah, yeah, no. yeah what about that? <laughs> right. uh, I, I had there were some funny moments that I, I thought came up. Um, some of it's just ha on the structure, like it's not even just the first day, but the first several days in the pods. There are a lot of people who are wearing like full on glam, long yes. you know, dresses, gowns, like all the makeup, high heels. And I understand they're on camera and they're in a TV show. But if it was me, if I'm just sitting in a room talking to someone on the other side, I'm wearing sweatpants. It's like work right. from home. You know, it's like, <laughs> like maybe a nice shirt, but I'm wearing comfy clothes. I'm certainly not wearing heels. That's not happening. <laughs> Hey, uh, Shane would be asking you what you're wearing. So be mindful of that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there, There's a lot of people who are falling into the same problems that we saw in season one. People coming out asking other people like what they look like yeah. and, and stuff it's like that's kind of not the point. But uh, 
I think there's a whole montage of Shake asking people like, uh, you know, what they look like, Mm -hmm. uh, how tall are they? And everyone's kind of he's kind of striking out with a bunch of people. Right. So they yeah, they definitely gave us a good amount of like random content. But I'm so glad that we did dive deep into what ultimately becomes the couples that we see. So of the four storylines that we're going to dive into, which one do you want to journey through first? I'd say that there's one that at least in the pods goes the smoothest, um, which is Nick and Danielle. Um, and Trisha. <laughs> so there's that, there's there's one one sort of um, blip in the pod. The pause was appropriate. Yes. <laughs> Nick and Danielle over here. Dot 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 dot. Yeah. And Trisha. Impar- I have I have her in parentheses. Yes. So, okay. Um. Yeah. Nick and Danielle. You know they <laughs> they're they're cute. They were the people who instantly I was like, okay, this is the. I mean, last season that was kind of the Cameron and Lauren. Like they were the people yeah. who got together instantly. Um, it, it seemed to go much faster. I haven't like analyzed the edit of the show enough to realize like, did they actually get engaged after only a couple days and leave right. um, and go somewhere else, or did they? did they just make it seem like that but right I, I, I like the format of the show how they like to at the you know they sort of spread out the engagements it's not like you have to watch two episodes and then at, mm-hmm. you know, in the third episode they do back to back to back all the engagements we got one at the end of episode one and at least yeah. one or two in episode two which was mm-hmm. good um so so what about trisha how do you feel <laughs> so trisha is a character to say the least I would say. So the way that they showed her, I really thought she was about to be like our main character because so she's 30. She's a broker. So I was thinking, oh, Shane's a broker. Maybe they're going to hook up or they're going to like be a couple. And Trisha is just like, I have a huge Instagram following. Obviously, I have a lot of friends. I was like, that's not quite so obvious. (laughs) Well, also, I mean, I do not to be clear, I do not have a huge Instagram following. So maybe if I did, maybe this would be like a, an icebreaker. But right. that's not something that I feel like even someone who like, if you are professionally, your entire job is being an Instagram influencer or something. I'm not sure that that's like the number one thing that you want to intro yourself with to other people. Yeah, it's like so that's a personality trait of yours. Yeah, kind of tells me quite a bit. Just. Right off the jump, self awareness, <laughs> not yes. one of Trisha's strong suits, I right? Say. And she really, uh, she was the person that, like, every chance that they had her on the screen, she was doing, she was saying something that made you believe that she is pretty full of herself. Like, she really thought that all of the guys liked her. She's like, <laughs> and it's not just full of yourself, like, to the camera, to yeah. the like confessionals, walks into a room with Nick. Who's her number one and mm-hmm. says, Oh, you sound so excited to talk to me. I feel like all the guys are going after me. Would you want your like <laughs> right. number one person to know that? Like there's zero social awareness about was, uh, what to say. It was like a jealousy tactic. Like she wanted him to know that she's yeah. a hot commodity when I feel like that pretty much just turned him off. And then he was all in on Danielle. 
pretty much. I'm not sure if we actually even saw if he, if he likes <laughs> Trisha or not. This might have been right. all one-sided. But Trisha, yeah, talks a lot about how she doesn't think Danielle is any competition. And the, we even get like a producer moment of you hear a producer say, oh, why is that? And she's like, well, look at me. And I'm like, okay, but like he can't see what you guys look like. <laughs> yeah. I was so glad they called that out. And then the disrespect and she's like, yeah, my competition, what's her name? Holly, Molly. And the producer says, Danielle. She's like, no, I really think it was like Holly or Dolly. <laughs> Molly. This is a producer for the show. If anyone knows their name, it would be a producer. And I'm looking at all the other names of the cast. There's no one that's even close to Holly or Dolly <laughs> or Molly. Like, that was just complete nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but so, thankfully, that's all we saw of her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And and it's like, it doesn't even really become a storyline besides Trisha. It's not like, like once Nick and Danielle get together, I'm assuming Trisha just left the show because <laughs> right. we don't, we don't even get like a follow up of like the producers saying like, so how do you feel about the fact that you were totally wrong? I kind of <laughs> right. would have liked that. That would have been kind of fun. That would have been a perfect. Like on the, the bachelor, when they, they get eliminated, they talk outside. I needed Trisha yes. to do that. I needed that. I needed that. Um, but Nick and Danielle have good conversations. They're very, uh, they open up emotionally quite a mm -hmm. lot. Um, talk about Danielle's insecurities, uh, with divorce, uh, weight loss, et cetera. Um, and, and Nick is pretty quickly like all in on Danielle. Yeah. Right? We get a kind of quick montage of them, but it's, it's basically like, okay, I found my person. The yeah. End. <laughs> I was so happy for them because it's, it's odd. Because you kind of look at the people and you're like, okay, who do you think is going to be a hot commodity? But of course, we're seeing them. They're not. And so, like, looking at Nick, not that he's a bad looking guy whatsoever, but he's kind of quirky. Like, he, he seems uh, interesting. He's, I mean, he's 36, so he seems like he would be mature. Um, and so I, I wouldn't have pegged him as someone that would have, like, two girls fighting over him. But I guess that's just in Trisha's nature. But I was so happy for Danielle because she seemed so happy that it was mutual. Like they were on the same wavelength. Um, so it, it just seemed like such a good match. And, and I know they got pretty deep, but I was still trying to put my finger on like what truly connected them in the pods. So, and I could be wrong, but reading from the outside it, and I, I know people in real life are like this. It seems to me like Danielle kind of needs someone who is going to like make her feel very secure in the mm -hmm. in the relationship and about herself and nick seems to be a person who wants to give that support to someone yeah, so it seems like yeah. they complemented each other well um and that's a yeah that's I, I know a lot of people who who are like nick um and who end up with people who are who are kind of like danielle just like mm -hmm. this they have a really good uh, give and take with each other yeah now that being said mm -hmm. <laughs> um it, I really thought that they were going to be the couple who just no drama all season, locked in, send them straight to the chapel. That's what I thought this was going to be like. So do we want to do we want to talk a little bit about what happens to them once they reach the uh, the honeymoon stage? Yeah. But with the proposal, I did think oh, it yes. was really sweet that he gave her a book that I guess it had a little bit written in it. And then the rest were empty pages. Yeah, like they're, for the they're, rest of our story. Their journey, yeah. It had like yeah. the start of their, their story and then they were going to fill it in. It was cute. And I don't know how much um on these shows, like, do you have to bring stuff in or can you ask a producer, like, hey, go get me a notebook and right. then and I'll do it? Or do you have to pre plan all this? I'm not right. sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. 
They fell um, in love. And then, I mean, like when they met face to face, when they finally, it, they seemed pleased. He couldn't it, stop smiling. She couldn't yeah, stop they smiling. Didn't seem, they didn't seem awkward uh, at all, really, when they met. There's yeah. definitely some couples who kind of, even if they seem like they like each other there's a little bit of that awkwardness Mm -hmm. when they first meet but but they were they were pretty good that's probably my favorite part of the show is the like moment where they walk out and see each other for the first time even though it's also like the hardest part for me personally to watch just yeah can be kind of cringy and i don't know because i feel like you what you want is to see someone and like your eyes light up you both run at each other and it's extremely you know mutual and passionate but even if you were pleased you know and and saw someone and were attracted to them i'm not 100 percent sure that i would be comfortable like okay, I'm going to just like make out with you right, right here. Right now. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd still be like, oh, high five. Like, I, just, right. I know I know, I would be so awkward. So I know. Yeah. But I was trying to equate it to like, okay, they have been talking a lot. So they really, truly feel like they know each other, right? All mm-hmm. they need to do is slap a face with a name. <laughs> slap a face with a voice. Exactly. And so, <laughs> so it's like, okay, as long as they see that, then maybe they're already comfortable with each other. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if it's the same as like like when I finally met Chappelle and Jacob Jones. I don't, <laughs> I had been podcasting with them, <laughs> you know, and then I finally see them in person. It was like, oh, big bear hug because these are like, you know, my podcast friends, right? And it didn't feel like awkward hugging someone I just felt I just, you know, met for the first time. Uh-huh. But I know kissing is way more intimate. <laughs> but but they are talking about more intimate things. They're talking about lives together. Yes. So, yeah. I, I'm glad yeah. it went well for them when they they decide to do that. Yes. So, so. they go to Mexico and um, they they hang out. It, it seems like the way they break it up on in the Mexico trip is like you get maybe a day or two kind of together, um, you know, doing resort things, hanging out. There's always a big segment on like, are the people going to sleep together the first yeah. night? Ooh. Um, and uh, that's another thing that I feel like is why I would never be able to be cast on this show because they'd be like, so Mary, are you going to be comfortable just like completely talking about literally every little detail? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, but they start to find some uh, quirky things in each other. Nick makes his own toothpaste, had like a whole segment on that. I did I like were- when Danielle was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be switching this out. I'm going to be hiding. <laughs> and switching it out I mean, I, I wrote down the ingredients, coconut oil, baking soda, sometimes charcoal, and then peppermint essential oil. Seems solid. Just yeah. don't know if it actually gets the job done like actual toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that would be my way to go. I don't think it would be a big deal breaker though. It's like, yeah. okay, it's a little weird. As long as your breast smells okay after, I think it'd be fine. Right. The yeah. body wash, though, that he makes his own body wash, that's where I kind of question. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I would imagine he uses deodorant, but he's probably the type that uses special deodorant. Maybe he's big into his own musk. Right. Yeah. And, I and hopefully Danielle is, too. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> she is. Uh, so they seem fine. Uh, we have a whole yeah. like weird moment of Danielle getting sick and they're like filming yeah. her <laughs> laying by the toilet, eating bread and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, it seems like she's not doing well, but he's comforting her, which actually this whole thing about her getting sick ends up causing a bit of drama in their relationship. Um, So 
after the couples get a couple days together, they usually do like a, I don't know, I, I was I'm calling it the mixer, like the couples mixer where they all, all the people come together and it's the first time you get to see, it's the first time you get to see uh, all the couples like who they could have picked, you know, that's where the drama we had with Jessica yeah. and Barnett last season was like, Oh no, that's the person who I said no to. Um, and we'll get to it later, but I thought there was actually going to be more drama here than there was. The drama Same. ended up being kind of surprising. So he goes to the mixer. Nick does, even though Danielle is sick. And what do you think about that? Did you think he should have went or like as a representative of the couple or should he have stayed back and comforted her? I think you split the difference. You go, you say hi to everyone, you stay for an hour tops, and then you come back. I think yeah. that that would be the way to do it. You let everyone know things are fine so that they don't spread rumors about you or something. <laughs> right. You just let them know that things are good, but that she's not feeling well, and then you leave. Um, I don't know. I think that's part of the drama that we don't really see is like if there was a conversation where she didn't want him to go. Yeah. We also don't see anything particularly bad happen with him right talking to some people he comes back after the mixer and kind of gives her the debrief on the other couples and all of a sudden halfway through that debrief she's starting to get upset and she's like well like alludes to the fact that it sounded like she could see from her her room she could see the beach and was like i saw (laughs) with someone it looked like you were having a lot of fun like it was very accusatory because it seemed like she felt like she saw something, but she wasn't phrasing it like, oh, I saw you talking to another woman. It was like she was letting him say like, oh, yeah, I was talking to someone about this. She's like, oh, I saw, you know, it was like she already yeah. she already had her defense up and it was very passive aggressive. Yes. And, and I, but I also wasn't, it was hard to tell because maybe he had been drinking and so he wasn't like phrasing things right. But I also feel like he was like, no, I didn't go off with anyone. Well, I saw you walk over there. Oh, you, you saw that? Um, yeah, no, we were just talking. So I'm like, like, what do you, I don't know. I, so I don't know. I'm surprised that I, you would think if this was a big deal that we would have seen it on the show. We don't, we don't know what happened. Right. It just caused all of this confusion on on our end as the viewers because we're like why is this blowing up right now why is this turning exactly. into an argument when i thought like oh they're just catching up after meeting all the couples yeah uh so they they end up making up the next morning and it seems okay but there's the, it seems like the main tension between the two of them which we get on their last night as well when they're leaving is that she's not great about uh, communicating her insecurities. She repeats that she does trust him, but that she, um, and uh, she's like, I'm insecure about the fact that you might think that me getting upset is like normal and that, that yeah. me acting like this is like normal, but it's not. But then she continues to double down and do that. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it is normal. Right. <laughs> I just don't want to say it. She's trying to trick herself into believing that that's not normal. Right. Even though it happens frequently. Um, she, I mean, she did say she had a panic attack. And so it's concerning. It sh- well, it should be concerning for him because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if she has panic attacks, okay, they're very normal for some people. But it wasn't a stressful situation that caused that. So it's like, okay, what happens when they do get into real conflict? Is it going, going to be uh, right. something even uh, worse than that? So I, f- I feel like he was very 
it was it was a he was very it was a it was okay to be concerned yeah. on his on his end. Um, I think so. She just she just needs to get out of her head. And I think he was trying to say like you know the biggest issue with us is going to be me trying to figure it how, figure out how to navigate when she gets upset and how she wants me to respond because yeah. it seemed like him trying to reassure her or, or talk with her wasn't really working. I'm not exactly sure what mm. she wants. So and it doesn't sound like he does either. Yeah. Um, but let, I just want to stop down after each one of these uh, couples and do real quick since we've only seen the first five episodes. Do you think they're going to make it to the wedding? And do you think they're going to say yes, say I do? That's a good question. Yeah, it was a uh, we do something similar on the Married at First Sight wrap up of rating the couples of if they're going to decide to stay married or get divorced. So, yeah, I, I, so I had that in my mind with these couples just going through like, What's going to happen? So with them, on the next time on, we did see he said, like, I had other things going on other than meeting your family. So it seems like they're going to have some difficulty when they have conflict because it seems like they're both. He seems like a passionate guy, and I think she's a passionate woman as well. And so I just worry that they're not going to be able to improve their communication enough to have a successful marriage and actually want to get married. So I mean, I guess we still have the next podcast to revise this prediction since it's before the finale, but for now I'm going to go with they're going to they're going to get married. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll say we can we can change our predictions after the second drop, <laughs> but um I think I think that they will get married. I do think that if there is a like reunion special of like today that they might not still be together at that point, but I do think that they will, will get married. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Cause I, I mean, I think they have something going. I mean, they're our most promising couple at this point, unfortunately, probably. So, (laughs) so yeah, but Oh, they, and they did, they did get physical. As oh yes, right. As long as we're keeping track of that, <laughs> right? We got to make sure we know that. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so after them, who do you think is our next uh, maybe couple that you want to talk about? Yeah, so we have a very... Um, I know people have a lot of opinions about the man in this relationship, but I would say the second of the four storylines would be Shake and Deep D. Yes. Or Deep, yes. as Shake yeah. would call her. <laughs> yes. Which um, I already think is kind of a... I think his nickname for her is a little friendly. I think it's not helping. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if that, if that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be Shake, uh, Shake and, yes. and Deep D. Um, and they are, let's see, we didn't say it. So uh, Nick and Danielle, they have a pretty big age gap, 35 and 28. Um, Shake and Deep D a little closer, 32 and 30. Yes. Um, Wait, 32 and 30? I think so. I thought it was 33 and 31. Okay, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, right. um, yeah. He's, he's interesting because, oh, you know what? That might be, that might be their current ages as well. Because I know that oh, that's okay. different on some of the articles. Um okay. So yeah, Shake, either way, two year, two year age, two year gap. Uh, yeah. Shake doesn't um doesn't start out great. I I really actually was kind of surprised that Shake turned into a person who got in a couple at all because yeah. it seems like the first montage we got was here's Shake striking out over and over and over <laughs> with all these women, um, including Deep D, who yes. actually I I was like. Claps for Deepti, who calls him out uh, when he, mm -hmm. he kind of pretty rudely, I would say. Um, first off, I mean, seems to only care about the physical appearance of the women even yeah. before he's met them. And then um, asks in a pretty condescending way, like, oh, could I pick you up on my on my shoulders? Would I have issue, you know, trouble picking you on, on my shoulders? And she yeah. says, like, yeah, that's that's really rude. That's a that's a really <laughs> rude thing to say. So, right. Yeah, I did not like this from him at all. And I thought this should have been the biggest red flag for Deep D. I feel like this yes. was a a I, I've seen this a lot on TikTok, but people like getting the ick for like guys with certain things, <laughs> which is like just the one turn off that'll like do yeah. it for you. That would have been it for me. So like there's no coming back for that. No, for me, I don't yeah. think it, it reminded me of like Michael Scott, like something he yes. would say, but like not in like a a like Michael Scott would say it because he's like socially unaware, whereas I feel mm -hmm. like Shake said it because that was really where his mind was at. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he ugh, literally it was, it was like to ask a woman, would he have trouble picking him her up on his shoulders? What do you? What's what is your expectation? Like you're thinking she's just gonna say no? You wouldn't have any trouble at all. Like no. Where is your social awareness? Where is your just? knowledge of yeah i feel like woman? the correct answer to that is like i don't know shake how how much are you do you struggle picking people up like like yeah it's like i don't know your barometer either so that's not helpful right it, it was it was hard because look people you know we understand that that appearance and attraction has a lot to do with relationships that's the that's the gimmick of this show right is that we're not doing that so ah uh, but that's, that's the yeah. key piece but uh, so i thought it was really interesting with them with they neither one of them has dated some they're they're both indian and neither one mm -hmm. of them has dated someone who is indian yes. um 
He's generally attracted to blondes. And she said she is as well. So I think it's it's interesting that they are kind of expanding outside of their usual type. Um, and and it seems like once we get past that, that terrible comment from him, it seems like they are going that, that they were having very productive conversations. She does end up opening up to him about how she had lost a ton of weight, like she had lost up to 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of took a step back and realized, like, why am I the only one asking all these superficial questions? It's like realizing that other guys aren't asking questions like that. I'm like, yeah, because they realize they are on Love is Blind. <laughs> and that is not the point of this show is to ask 20 questions to figure out what the other person looks like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I think that that Shake probably what we don't see is that he gets called out probably by the guys and by other women like yeah Lucy. um and and sort of he has this uh this moment where he does some self-reflection and 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 says that you know maybe that comes from his own insecurities of of his own physical appearance and and body issues and that's why he's saying this Okay, I mean that may be true, but like yeah. it doesn't excuse the fact that you it's not this is not a movie that takes place over multiple years of you <laughs> changing. This is a two episode like two day growth arc that right. we're supposed to now be like, okay, Shake Shake is a he's he's, he's a new man. Perfect now, new man. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't have these thoughts. That was the old Shake. This is right. the new Shake. Um he's and, grown and I, so much. And I will say, from this point forward, while Shake does struggle with uh, valuing the the physical appearance, everything else Shake says is pretty like pretty decent in terms of how how he uh, treats Deep D at least through the Mexico stage. I mean, it's interesting, but it's um he doesn't. I, I don't you know I don't I don't catch myself being angry with anything that he's saying. I would say um, all throughout Mexico. Well, well, I'll get to it. But okay, yeah, um, so it's like I complete like my opinion of of shake just complete it it started off terrible then i was like okay he's doing great he's going in the right direction he's giving her uh, their relationship a chance and then it just yeah crashed but i think for slightly different reasons i think there's a nuance and and Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk about it but they they do get engaged yeah um and we kind of montage through the the part of them where I guess they were getting along. Um, I do think that the the meet with the two of them when they see each other is it was hard for me to watch in that when you when you start by putting pressure on appearances and yes. you like hype it up and like she she's like okay I know that he has puts this weight on appearances so I want to make sure he likes me it's like you've you've almost made it like more difficult because it's out there that you know that this is such a you put so much emphasis on this Mm -hmm. like yeah technically you've started with a non-physical connection but now you're you're hoping to live up to that expectation um and to be very clear deep d is gorgeous also why why do you why do you think she she swept that comment on the rug though yeah and and i i was so surprised to see this relationship form because i thought that deep d was like nope unacceptable um called him out moving on but i start to see more you know we're all we're all sitting over here being like you know armchair psychologists like You're thinking right. about like how this works and i'm thinking about deep d and i'm like deep d no like you could do better like don't don't try to like everything she says in mexico to him i'm like no but like you don't need to 
Yeah. Anybody, anybody else, I feel like she pretty much locked in and was like, all right, this is, this is my person now. And, no. uh, I'm, I'm all in. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, they didn't really show us if she developed any other connections in the pods because I'm really hoping, really hoping it wasn't a situation of just like, okay, well, I didn't find any connections with the other 14 men. So shake is it. Yeah, you know, at least we can have a good conversation. At least we have some similarities because that's what that's what it seems. That's what it seems to be is that they do have a lot in common and that they are pretty similar. Yeah. And uh, they they do have a lot in common and they do have some good conversations. And so I don't want to like diminish that. I, I think there's a lot of people who look they're on a they're on a dating show called Love yeah. is Blind. There's a certain level of like. I've tried dating. It hasn't worked out. Like, I don't want to say desperation, even though fully admitting, like, that's where I am too. So it's totally fine. (laughs) Um, But I feel like, I feel like there's a a part that I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe maybe this is, maybe it's just you're, you're putting this, uh, you're trying to trick yourself into thinking that this is a a connection when really you just kind of want to be with someone, but oh well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is what a lot of these, like, I guess to even sign up for a show like Love is Blind, you're like, this is it. I want this to be it. And so whoever I choose, I want that to work out. But then it's just like, we also want you to make sure that you're doing something that's going to actually make you happy rather than settling for someone, especially when they continue. they, they, They do things like we were about to get into. So yeah, let's go. Let's go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, really quickly, I did mm-hmm. think it like I guess we talked about the awkwardness of a kiss when they first met. The way that he grabbed her butt was so intimate, <laughs> and he was just like, "Look, if if I'm in a two mile radius, that booty isn't safe." It's like shake. <laughs> I think this is that there was like a point and there's several people who go through this mm-hmm. for me who the way they are in the pods like all of a sudden there's a switch to where and, and I got that with deep tea of she seemed very like strong and confident and then the second that she meets him in person she's like oh ha 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 yeah like yeah. I'm glad he grabbed my butt and stuff and I'm like wait are you though because I <laughs> I feel like that doesn't jive with like the the image I had of you two seconds before but okay yeah. um, so I'm like because I, I thought she'd be like oh that's a little awkward that he's like being so PDA-ish but like no <laughs> she's like no this it. is great I love it but it was cute that he did they had apparently they had talked in the pods about like how in the mm-hmm. Indian culture the wife touches the husband's feet but she sees them as equal and so he touched her feet um, yeah. and then he and then he w- proceeds to whisper I'm gonna get you pregnant so he he's a lot, but in a different way than than Shane is a lot. I feel yes. like they're both will definitely dive into Shane. I, I I just feel like they're both immature and they they have some similarities. But with um Shake, I don't. It's it seems like purely immaturity within relationships. Um, and I don't know if it's just because his past relationships haven't gone that deep. But it's just it's appearing that way because he's thinking anything that's deep is is like a friend. So, yeah, let's let's go to Mexico. 
Yeah, so it, it takes a little bit because when we first see them, we get a lot of commentary by Deep D. She's really happy. She thinks he's so cute. Um, and then he says he says different things. He says things like, I've never been so calm in a relationship. I feel yeah. I feel good and I feel secure. But it's it's not until she starts um kind of I mean, to his credit, I mean, I get that they're engaged, but she's kind of like all right, like yeah. marriage, kids, right now, and he's like, "Whoa, we just like we still just met, even though right. it's uh, you know, it's it's we're engaged." Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts making a lot of comments about you know that he he doesn't feel the animalistic attraction to her and lust that uh that he's used to looking for. I think the part, the reason I'm going to give him some slack is he follows up all of these comments with, but I know that we're so compatible on so many other (laughs) levels and, but maybe it's because I shouldn't be trying to look for that. I mean, it's kind of insulting because you, you want, you want obviously your person to also like have some attraction to you. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Also shake. I have no idea why you're not attracted to deep tea. Still. I mean, (laughs) I guess everybody, you know, everybody has different uh, opinions on this, but like, yeah. uh, gorgeous whatever mm. um and and shake is is clearly like okay i'm I'm trying to get over this because like i think he's kind of like trying to give himself a pep talk because i do think that he realizes that they have a good emotional connection even if he's not feeling it in other areas it's but it, it but it's to the point he understands and that's why he's doing these like but it's because he knows that 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 butt is what he needs to be looking at, not not the butt right. he's looking at on her body, but right. Right. The not, the, not the booty that's in danger. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. He knows <laughs> that that's what the concept of like what what he needs to be focusing on, but he's so caught up on this physical attraction, um, which you know I felt like he looked so uncomfortable when they were in the, the pool and she was saying all these things and he's like I know I've said that but like to hear her say back that she wants kids and she wants all of this like it feels weird because it, what he tells like the group later on well not the group but other people uh, in the couples is like he feels like she's his aunt and I was like okay yeah. does that have to do with the fact that you never dated an Indian woman um, is that is like he can't get that out of his mind that he's used to only being around Indian women that are in his family. So then he's just equating the two because nothing about her and her interactions with him comes off familial. Like mm-hmm. she's all over him. She has she's like giving him the most. She's giving him the most physical attention. And she's saying everything like she's literally just word vomiting everything she's feeling to him. And he's still like, oh, this is weird. So like. What, what, what does he need? I don't know. I mean, and I don't know if it's just that unspoken something like I've been on a lot of first dates where, you know, the the communication's fine. I have a nice time. They're a good person, but I'm just like, ah, but I'm just not, I'm not feeling that attraction. Right. Which is again, my love is blind would not work for me (laughs) for a lot of reasons. But, um, but I, I also know that people can like have a first impression that changes over time and that they grow yeah. to, they grow to be attracted to someone. So I, I think he's hoping that that's going to happen, but I think that he also maybe needs to stop like, 
probably mentally comparing her to other people and needs to just look at absolutely look at what he has um but it's interesting i I do and he even kind of i don't know what i don't know what his goal was with this conversation one of the last ones he has is talking about how like he needs to start getting very serious about his career and stuff i don't know if he was trying to like scare her off or or just being honest and she's like Oh, I'm there for you, babe. Like right. she's she is his biggest hype person. She's yes. very supportive. And the only thing I'm worried about there is like it is a thing. There there is a it's kind of old fashioned, but it does exist of there there are certain uh people who will know that they're going through c- career um parts in their career that are very difficult uh, mm-hmm. and and they they have a, a significant other who's there for them sort of like taking care of them doing you know the all being the emotional support and then the second that the person gets out of that difficult time they've got their career where they want they go okay thank you so much for helping me through that (laughs) huh okay well now um i guess i don't really need to be with you anymore i guess i uh you know now now i'm a doctor now i'm a you know whatever now i can go go find someone else and and that is sad it's sad but they're they're that is like a, a thing so i'm hoping yeah. that that's not the the case here hopefully right and i mean it sounds like he's doing something pretty big with opening this vet hospital and she's a information analyst or something mm-hmm. like that and so like you know she's a professional she's in corporate corporate america and it could turn into a, a thing they're doing together i'm sure just she could be able to help him in some capacity so. by running this veterinary uh vet and uh, this vet hops a hospital <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so right so it's like I see. I I loved her response to this because he definitely did not go into that conversation thinking that she was going to be so supportive. He thought maybe, you know, he was just expressing it because this this is how he's feeling. And she just said all the right things. And he's like, wow, you're like pretty much the most supportive person in my life right now. Um, And so she's like, I understand, you know, basically understands the grind that he's going through right now. And she's there for him. And so I really did like that we ended their, I guess, story on episode five with that um, because it was not looking good. I'm like, you, Shake, you are running around telling everyone that you're not physically attracted to her. Is that not going to get back to her? Especially after he told Shane and Shane told Natalie. I'm like, that is going to work itself back to uh, deep, deep D. And I'm just like, I don't think that she's going to like hearing that. Yeah. uh, I think that's probably the main thing that I didn't like about what he did. Like it's, you know, obviously this is a TV show. So anything he says, they could later watch. True. True. Unfortunate. But also (laughs) in the moment, like, you don't, I'm sure maybe he was just, I don't know if he was just just like hoping that some of the other guys would be like, oh yeah, me, me too. You know, I felt that way too, but then it, you know, then it changed. Maybe he was just looking for reassurance or something, but yeah. Oh, well. Um, Yeah. And so we'll see where it goes with them. Uh, It seems to be based on the, you know, coming up next, next time on, it seems like the, it's going to be more of the same with him Mm -hmm. having a conversation with her about feeling like maybe they're only like the best friends, but he wants to feel more than that. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know where this conversation is going to go. I mean, I'm sure at least half of the dramatic moments we see coming up are are just uh, misunderstandings or that there's going to be more to the conversation. Um, Yeah. Cause she's, she's like, shouldn't you want to marry your best friend? (laughs) And so I'm like, yeah, it's, it, 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 it all comes down to everybody seeing relationships differently. Some people are looking for their best friend, but some people are just looking for a support system because they feel like they have other best friends. And so just aligning with what you want, I guess, is part of it. 
And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I think about them. I uh, The other part that they experience, I guess, as part of their little honeymoon or vacation. So have you ever been to a cenote? I have not, but I thought it Me looked either. interesting. Um, yeah, it looks like a, a like a <laughs> like a water a, a, ca- a, a cave cave water hole. Right. <laughs> yeah, it looked so fun. So it did look fun. Yeah, it, but the only thing that stood out for me from that date was him saying, "Like, okay, I think we have a strong enough connection to fight for to get that missing element, mm-hmm. but you know, you can't just." find attraction out of nowhere but i hope that you know with these four weeks which is not a long time it will allow him to find like what's important in a relationship and be able to value like what they do have to see that this fairy tale animalistic throw your wife against the wall when you get home type of love is not realistic in every situation um so i i as far as my prediction goes i think I uh their wedding looks beautiful. We did yes. see that. Yeah. So <laughs> I if I think if he doesn't grow up a little bit, they're not going to get married. I'm, at least I'm say rooting no for them to make it work. Yeah. My hope is that by the I want uh <laughs> I need to see something on this show and, and maybe in the real world we'll be able to get more. I need to see a reason why I want Deep D to want to be with Shake. <laughs> like <laughs> like yes, at this point it seems like the main flaw is that Shake's not attracted to her, but I'm mm-hmm. like I, I need to see some reasons why I should be rooting for Deep D to want to be with him. Right. So hopefully that comes up. But yeah, um, I, I'm gonna give them a I'm gonna give them a yes. I think that they okay. they will make it work. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So we have two foursomes to dive into. So these are our remaining two storylines. So who do you want to discuss first of the two? Oh, yeah. So, all right. Let's 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 save the best for last. <laughs> the, the most dramatic. The, and best is uh, subjective. Yeah, and the best in in some ways, the most eye rolling, uh, I should say. Um, so there's a let's talk about the foursome uh, group of Jarrett, uh, Ayana, Mallory, and Salvador. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so this this collection is interesting. Um, we really we get so much more this season of people seeming to have like top twos. Right. Yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of top twos. And this one has a couple like sort of overlapping top twos because Jarrett likes both Ayana and Mallory and Mallory likes both Jarrett and Salvador. I don't think there was any connection between Ayana and Salvador to make it like really yeah. like a full, full square. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Maybe they had a date and maybe Ayana thought I could see her thinking Salvador was sweet, but not the guy for her. Yes. Yeah. And. I don't know about you, but like from for just starting with it, it seemed to me like <laughs> I felt like Mallory had really great connections with both guys. Um, 
And I know that that's kind of where the drama happens, but but I felt like everything we saw in the pods between Jarrett and Ayana was a lot more uh, jokey or like little things that they didn't necessarily agree with. Like he was really into, um, you know, he's he's very uh, lovey-dovey and she's like, oh no, I don't like to kiss. Like, and we're not certainly not kissing for more than, you know, this many minutes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they turn it into a joke. Like I think that they they communicate really well. It just seems like maybe there's... Uh, some some things that Jared and Mallory maybe have a little more in common. Yeah, for me, I guess with Jared and Ayana versus Mallory, it felt like Ayana was like, okay, I could live life with her every day. We would have fun. We we joke a lot. We can we enjoy each other's company, right? I felt like it was very much so that. But then with um, Mallory, it felt like there's that sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. And even though they didn't see each other, he, I mean, he even says later, he could tell by her voice that she was beautiful. And I think that even by hearing that, that kind of translated to the types of conversations they were having. And they were getting, they were going there a little bit more than he was with Ayana. Um, it felt like he was developing a strong friendship with Ayana. Right. But with Mallory, it was just like it was so much flirtation, so much just like I there there is that physical attraction, even though they couldn't see each other. And so I I feel like with Jared ultimately deciding, okay, I try I want to move forward with Mallory. I feel like that's what it came down to. Not that he was friend zoning Ayana. But wondering because of those little things of like, okay, maybe she doesn't like to kiss too long or whatever, um, that, you know, or she, they just weren't going there. They they weren't having sexual conversations that he was thinking like Mallory is like, that's who I could see being in a relationship with, not just being like homies for life. Right. And I, I think what's funny is it seems almost the opposite for Mallory. It seems like with Mallory, yeah. she's like, okay, Jarrett, uh, this is maybe the, the kind of guy that I normally go for. I'm normally friends with, with people like him. She talks later on about how she, she's really into sports. She's kind of a guy's girl, like that, that kind of thing. Um, but with Sal, she had a more of a like, different emotional romantic connection, it seemed like, uh, where it was a little more like flirty, jokey with uh Jarrett. Hmm. So I I don't know. I mean that's just what we saw, but I I was and this is this may be my a surprise. My <laughs> couple that's like the main one I'm rooting for is is the Mal and Sal. Like I want Ooh, them really? I want them to make it work. I think they have a something standing in their way, but for me that's the one where I'm like oh, I really want this to be I want them to work out. I like them. I really like them both as individuals. So That's I, I so funny them. because my main couple that I'm rooting for is Jared and Ayana. Oh, like, interesting. I, I, I did not. I, they were the couple that I found myself smiling the most throughout. Like yes. they are so quirky with each other, especially when they finally met. Like when he ultimately decides, you know, I'm going to move her with Ayana and propose to her. When they met, they were just like, they did like the patty cake thing from afar. And I just think they're so, they're funny together. And I, it feels like they genuinely make each other happy in the moment. And so I don't know. I, just, I really want them to work. 
that, uh, and I'm rooting for them too. I, yeah, I yeah. think it's like the, the the biggest moment where I like gushed on over what was happening was when he gives her the Polaroid camera and her reaction to that. I was yes. like, this is so cute. I love this. I love this for them. Make it work. Make it yeah. work. I think there's just other things that he did that annoyed me yes. that I was like, oh. like I was rooting for Ayana. I just don't know if I'm rooting for the Dude. two of them, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of conversations with, with Mallory, with both men seem to be going well. Um, and Jarrett is like, okay, great conversations with Diana, but Mallory's the one, that's the one I'm decided on. This is for mm-hmm. me. So he's going to propose to her. But was it was like a, it was like a, 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 if like, I propose to you, yes. would you accept? He's like doing the pre-proposal question. Right. I guess. Which is, is actually what happened uh, last season with uh, Barnett and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like she asked him, you know, are you, do you still feel like you want to marry me? And yep. he said he wasn't sure. And that's when she kind of knew. Yeah. So, and, and pivoted. Uh, so kind of having that same thing happen here. Right. Um, yeah. So he, he proposes. Uh, or, or uh, you know, asks about proposing. And I, at first I missed it. Like I heard him say it and yeah. I, then all of a sudden they were both crying and I'm like, wait, what happened? And I, I missed the part where she said that she had a, had a connection with someone else. Um, yeah. Oh, so I think what I like about this whole situation compared to our other square <laughs> is that they're all pretty open and honest with each other. They, they all, uh, knew that, that each person had multiple people that they were dating. They all, mm-hmm. uh, were aware of that. Um, Mallory's going to end up saying no. And when she does, she informs him of like why, which I like. And then when he eventually, when Jarrett eventually comes around to deciding that he wants to be with Ayana, um, and, and go for it and propose to her, uh, he tells her like she has questions and, and he tells her that he did, in fact, also, you know, have a thing with Mallory. And and I, I like that they weren't trying to like lie or or hide that from each other. Yeah, the the toughest part for me to watch, though, was Jared crying like boohoo crying when Mallory turned him down. And that showed me how much he truly cared for her. In a normal situation, you would not be proposing to someone else shortly after a heartbreak like that, right? And so then it was like, yeah. ugh, that's, it's tough being Ayana and watching that back for one and, and seeing how his feelings had truly developed for her while she was all in on him. She didn't have other options where it, that's the difference between Jared and Mallory. And or with Mallory and Ayana is that Mallory had options, Jared had options. So they were kind of in the sim in a similar situation. Whereas Ayana is on a different playing field because she was all in on Jared. So she can't really see, like I'm trying to put myself in both women's shoes because, you know, when we ultimately do get Jared finally talking to Mallory uh, in Mexico, I'm trying to see. Ayana can't truly understand how Jared felt so strongly about both of them. But yeah. Mallory can understand because she had the same situation. Right. I don't know. It's And it's, it's what we get in, in The Bachelor so often now, yeah. right? You have the, the lead get down to the end and, and say that they truly feel 
you know, strong connections with multiple people. And uh, many times they will choose one and then switch and choose the other. And and that, right. and that does happen. Um, yeah. I think, I think with this scenario and the reason it's like, I, I know that they throw around the fact that everybody's like engaged fiance, yeah. our weddings are in four weeks. But the way I look at it is like, guys, this is like, it's just, that's, that's the labels for the show. Yeah. Right. Like, like I, I say for Ayana, it's like, yes, in my life, I would not like to uh, have someone propose to me knowing that they basically just tried to propose to someone else the day before. Yeah. I, you wouldn't want that. You don't want to feel like, like the second choice or whatever. But if it works out, like go for it. And then just right. after, after the show's over, be like, okay, now we're going to, you know, quote unquote, be married, but we're just going to be dating for a while. And then I'm going to want another actual proposal and, and wedding that feels more, uh, t- you know, tailored to me. Right. Cause I mean, we kind of saw that with Amber and Barnett last season. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't care about everything he had going on with Jessica once she realized, like, look, it's us. So we're moving forward. You right. lived that in the past, right. which is what I think Ayana wants. Her right. seeing him talk to Mallory in Mexico was not something she wanted. We never nope. saw Barnett talking to Jessica for extended <laughs> amounts of time. Um, Which brings up the question to me of do you buy the show's angle of like the reason to have the mixer and at the Mexico trip? Because it would be perfectly easy for the show to say, okay, here's your couples. Now we're all going to send you maybe to Mexico, but you're never going to see each other or we're going to send you home. Clearly they want drama. Clearly the show would love. And I don't know if this is a rule that you can do or not. I think the show would love it if you had two people. Uh, who who make it to Mexico, get engaged, and then they they switch, you know, yeah. or whatever. Like I think the show would actually like be down with that. I don't know if that's a rule that you can't do that, and you have to make yeah. it all the way to the wedding. Um, but like the way the show conveys it is like, oh, we have to go to Mexico because we need to like test you because this is like the real world where you'll see your ex <laughs> and you'll you'll be tempted by other people and we need it's like but well, we don't need to we don't need right. to tempt them like why try to do that you know yeah. I feel like if they if they had the contestants best interest in mind mm-hmm. they would have them meet later on like now they've been together or now they've already gotten married like they've gone through the four weeks they've gotten married now you can meet everybody because at that point it would be very difficult for you to switch around. The fact that they make them meet three days in to see the person that they were just dating and and could borderline want to have married, they know it's going to happen. I think, yeah, I think it's on the on the wall. The writing is on the wall that they would want people to switch. There's no way that's not happening with drinks involved, mixers. We're in this beautiful uh, resort. You know, with the person like, oh, wait, I barely know this person, but this other person is the one I almost want. And now that I can see them both, who do I think is more attractive? Oh, OK, I'm going to try to pick from here on out. Um, So it's it's tough. And I think if we saw that happen, we would be very entertained. But then I'm just thinking about those people who are like, this is it. This is all I want it to be like. I would feel so bad for Ayana. I would feel so bad for Salvador. But I did think it was interesting with Jared and Ayana, how he, when he was being honest about Mallory, he was like, yeah, her telling me no made my decision easier. And that made Ayana cry because it was like, that's not what she wanted to hear at all. But he's being honest. Yeah, he was being honest. Can't fault him for it. 
Yeah. So with both of them, uh, they're going to, you know, have the proposals. Um, Ayana eventually does say yes. And uh, so Sal and Mallory are going to meet. Um, they're both nervous, a little bit, a little bit awkward. Um, mm. It's pretty clear that Mallory is uh, Mallory, I think, is, is acting exactly how I would. Maybe that's why I'm ready for her because I <laughs> yeah. can see myself in her. Where she, like, they awkwardly, like, go sit down on a couch and, like, talk and, like, she's just um, she's definitely sort of pulling farther away where most people mm-hmm. get there and sort of as a defense mechanism, like, hug closer so they don't even need to look at the other person. She's, like, yeah. arms stretched. There was a point when they were, like, ten feet apart, like, standing there. <laughs> right. like, um, and so... Everything seems okay, but when we we get her explanation after she says she's not sure that she's actually physically attracted to Sal or not, to That's which again kind of- I say, why not though? Because right. Sal looks cool. <laughs> like, so so confused. He's so. I think <laughs> Sal is These so. People cute. are all attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm like, and he speaks Spanish. Like, yes. I, I I think Sal is such a catch, and yes. I think you know it's that thing about. He's not what I imagine. So then am I attracted? Whereas if she had just saw, well, I mean, we did hear from her later that she usually goes for guys like Jared. So I don't know if she means like bigger guys or black guys, but she, I think she had an idea in her mind of what Salvador looked like. And then she saw him and it was just like, oh, wait, I don't know about that. Which is just odd. And it's interesting because none of these couples are even, I would say, even close to like Jessica and um, Mark. I don't remember. Mark. <laughs> I was like the other guy. Um, yeah. We don't have any massive, massive age gaps. We don't have right. anything that's like, um, you know, massive. I don't know, height different. I mean, well, we, we do. I mean, Ayana and, and Jared yeah. have a massive height difference. 11 inches. Yeah. Yeah. Almost which, a whole foot. Which um, my parents, that it's, it reminds me of my parents. My parents mm-hmm. are uh, a foot apart um, because my mom is just under five feet and my dad's mm-hmm. just under six feet. So I, they, 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 do, uh, they do have that. So it does kind of look like that. I guess I'm just used to seeing it that way. <laughs> right. but, um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're cute. And I, I really feel for Sal here because I think Sal is you know, head over heels. He's happy and, and yeah. everything. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, but before we go to Mexico, uh, the the meet cute with uh, Jarrett and Ayana. I think um, uh, he he doesn't think that her voice matches what she looks like. I'm not yeah. really sure what what he was going for with that. I'm like, I don't. Well, maybe it's just because I get to see her. So I'm like, yeah, right. it's it's yeah. Exactly that's what I, I literally sure. closed my eyes and I said, okay, what do I think she looks like? And I was. Like, Oh my gosh, I've already seen her. I can't get her like Jada Pinkett Smith haircut out of my mind and like exactly what she looks like. Is she just, I think she has a more powerful voice than what her, like she's very petite and like she, she looks adorable, right? But then her voice is just like, it's a very dominant uh, female voice. And so I think, I don't know what he pictured, maybe taller or I don't know. Maybe. But but I think that like this is not a fashion review podcast. Her dress, her yellow dress was the is the best outfit that we saw of, mm-hmm. of any of the, the proposals and the or the meeting. I, I really like that. Um Yeah, literally that's a like my roommate loves fashion. She was like, That dress as soon yes. as she walked out. I liked it. Yeah. Uh so anything else about them before we head to Mexico with these couples? Yeah, I I mean, I think with Mallory and Salvador. 
the way so he came in with his I know we're just audio, but he came in with his hand as if he was going to grab her face to kiss her. And I was like, yeah. oh, he's a, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's about to kiss her. And then when they kissed, it was awkward as if she was caught off guard. But I'm like, girl, he was coming with his hand like he was yeah. walking up as if he was about to kiss you. And it just got really awkward. And he said he wanted to kiss her some more, but she wasn't. He could tell she wasn't really into it yet. And so I think she was really into her head um, when she first met him. So, yeah, a little awkward. By the time we get to Mexico, the first thing we see of them is her saying, never mind, I am. I'm totally attracted to him. I'm like, okay, I don't know if it just like took a second to get used to it or or if you're backtracking, but okay. Um, They they do seem, I I just think that they seem realistic. They seem a little Mm -hmm. bit in their heads about like how to act around each other. It's like a person that you, you know, it's, it's, almost exactly like when I, there were people I remember in high school who I had like purely text-based relationships with them. Yeah. Could like we could text really well. Like we were really funny. And then like whenever we would see each other in class, we were so awkward around each other. Like we could not like, we didn't even know how to like look at each other. And we're like, man, I think it was also because we, you know, you're more confident in that, yeah. in that realm or something. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. So I, that, that struck a big chord with me. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, this is this is accurate. That's um, so hilarious. Okay. I so remember that. Just like, okay, I'd rather just write out a note than talk to this person. We used to like pass notes. I don't know if yeah. that like phased out, but <laughs> uh, but like pass a note to somebody that's way more comfortable than having a face to face conversation. Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is this is uh, so why people ghost, right? Right. Um, <laughs> why it happens. Um, yeah. But uh, but I, hey, you know, uh, keeping track. Um, they're gonna sleep together, so it's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> the way works. that she said it, the way that Mallory says, to ease my mind, I might need to stop at a pharmacy. Well, I was just like, okay, okay, okay they, thank they you, went. right? Thank you. <laughs> They went there, and so I was like, <laughs> "Okay, they, I'm sorry." Uh, on that note, it's like uh, the weird things that happen. I was just talking about how I thought the the Polaroid camera moment was really cute when he gets out of bed and says, "I have a present for you," and then grabs a cardboard box. That's not what I thought the cardboard box was going to have in it. I thought he was doing the like, "Here's my massive bo- box of condom present," <laughs> and she started freaking out and being like, "Yes!" I'm like, "Okay, not the yes. reaction I was expecting." Um, yes. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, uh, so so they seem okay for the first night, and um, same same with Jarrett and Ayana. They they seem fun. They they joke about th- their height difference, and and then we have the Polaroid camera. Um, she feels comfortable and protected with him, but um, yeah. th- they would like to to wait till marriage. Uh, to which maybe some people are well, like, "What?" And I'm like, it's she four would weeks. like. Yes, yeah. four weeks. Four weeks, people. It's four weeks. It's okay. Well, too hot to handle. Like they swear a day is like, oh my gosh. But yes, I think it's she wants to wait till marriage, though. Yes, Not, I think so. Yeah. But but we don't even hear him say. Like I think that's something that's really interesting about this couple is that we're going to have the the mixer where there's uh, a, a, I would say, at least somewhat intoxicated Jarrett and Mallory have a conversation where they're sort of like, I feel like I've had these conversations before. They're sort of joking about like their relationship or talk. I don't know. She, I was trying to figure out exactly whose side I was on, if anyone's. Um, (laughs) Mostly I was just feeling bad for Sal and Ayana in this. Um, 
she she's like bringing up some of the things that maybe he sort of knew about her more. There's a whole thing with her ring because Sal gives her a silver ring um, or, or white gold. It's hard to tell. And uh, she had told Jared that she wanted a gold ring. And he's like, see, I know. I know what kind of ring you want. Like He's kind of trying to put himself out there being like, I could have made you happier. See, none of these potential issues you have with Sal. Like, I'm like, but you have a fiance like, right yes. there. This was not, first of all, not the place. Or the time, because he is acting as if he's that ex that's single and the one that got away. He's right. Like, if you just make the choice, yes. I'm here for yes. you. Yes. Like, no, you have Ayana who's like two steps away and she's not happy seeing you talk to her for an extended amount of time. But they were flirting. Her foot was a little close. I was like, I don't know if she's grazing his leg from time to time. And yeah. it just was like, not, I, I did want them to have a conversation of just like, Hey, I'm acknowledging that I'm meeting you because avoiding each other, like you can't just avoid somebody you had a connection with at some point. But this conversation was like totally opening the door for look, the decision we made, it happened, but we can always change our minds now that we meet each other and we're talking and they had chemistry. It wasn't like, oh, things are awkward. They definitely were flirting, like smiling. I just, I just thought it was totally inappropriate, the conversation they were having with both of it. I mean, obviously, they shouldn't even have this conversation, even if their fiancés aren't there. But the only the only people who come out of this not in a good place are their fiancés because they're seeing this like, what are y'all talking about? And it wasn't like they were completely open with the whole t- contents of the conversation. Jared didn't go back to Ayana and say like, oh yeah, I was talking about how like I knew she wanted a gold ring and she didn't get a gold ring. So it was just like, Ugh, this is sticky. And and Nick is definitely playing a little instigator here. He's like oh, telling yeah. Jared to go talk to her and, and stuff like that. Um, kind of being the producer. So I don't know how much of this, like maybe the producers were like, hey, we need to get this conversation. I don't know. Maybe they couldn't avoid each other. Although mm-hmm. You know, Barnett doesn't approach Jessica at any point. Like, this, <laughs> right. I think the thing that True. seemed most most awkward about this was that it did feel kind of mutual. Um, yes, and uh, Mallory's gonna play it off later and be like, "No, I mean, I was answering his questions, but like, I'm fine with the relationship we have. I'm not missing Jarrett." And I do, I do think that's true. I think she says he's the kind of person I would have dated in the past, but that's not what I'm looking for right now anymore. Right. Um. Whereas I, I think Jarrett is a. Uh, I think if he had the choice again, if she was like, yes, let's make this happen, I think he would have been down. Um, I mean, the thing about Jared with Ayana, though, is it it doesn't ever seem like he, he never says anything about her, either to her or to anyone else, that's like anything he dislikes about her. It doesn't yeah. really seem like there's anything never. there. It just feels like he has a greater attraction to to Mallory and I don't even know if it's physical I don't I don't know if it's or if it's just like because you know he he also felt that way in the pods before he could see her I think that he just um felt that way about her but yeah it's the I feel bad for for Ionic because like you're not doing anything wrong it's not even like there's anything he's not looking for exactly and I and I think so even though I think this conversation was inappropriate like yeah definitely could have been producer led I think Jared is a great guy like and I think that it is be that's why we haven't heard him say anything negative by uh, about Ayana. Like even though we know we they had that conversation about her being an introvert, him an extrovert, and 
He's like, what if I asked you to go out? She's like, I just wouldn't. And we don't see him like, well, why? I don't understand why she won't go out with me. You know, he's such a, he is a gentleman and he is a really nice guy. And he clearly listens, like by getting her the Polaroid camera, he listens to, he was listening to Mallory about liking gold. So he's just, I think he would be a very, he's a great, he would be a great boyfriend or husband to the woman that he's into, right? And I think because Mallory wasn't into him, he's going all in on, on Ayana. But the fact that Mallory is right there in his face, I get. I guess that's the situation. You're not going to be in in your ex's face in this tropical location. I mean, that's that would happen very rarely. Yeah. Um, so it's just setting him up for failure. Sex on the beach, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it happens. Uh, and and the two of them, they're couples. I mean, Sal and Mallory are a year apart. They're both in their early 30s. And uh, Jarrett and Ayana. Jarrett's uh, at least the time of filming was 31, and she was 27 at the youngest. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, you know, none, none of these, none of these gaps particularly big. And, and we talked about the thing where she wanted to wait till marriage. Um, it, it seemed like he was pretty like respectful of that it, at least so far has not been like a source of tension between them. Yeah. At least for how it seems. Yeah. I mean, and I guess another thing bef- between, um, Mallory and Jarrett is that she told Mallory told Jarrett she never thought that she was his number one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's like a, she thought like he was out of her league and he had other options or if just he wasn't giving his full self to her or she just knew that Ayana was also an option. But it seems like because she felt like she wasn't his number one, she decided to focus on Salvador. And yeah. I wonder if she knew <laughs> that she was his number one, if that things would have turned out differently. Maybe, although maybe it was the the opposite. Maybe she just was so locked in with Sal that she just sort of figured, oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not giving as much attention. Like maybe I don't know, chicken True. or the egg. I'm not sure which one came first. Um, yeah. Maybe she stopped uh, stopped concentrating on Jarrett so much because she just figured, oh well, I'm I'm locked with someone else. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. But rooting for both of them as couples. Yeah. Well, what 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 do you think about this last segment? with Salvador and Mallory. So like, you know, they had a dinner and I didn't understand why he apologized to her because we did see that, you know, after the group outing, he was distraught. He was like, I don't think she's interested in me. And that honestly, that broke my heart. <laughs> Salvador. It it did to me too, because I also feel like, I, you know, I root for the people I see myself in and I yeah. feel like I've been sound. I've been like, I'm uh, I'm over here. Um, yeah. You know, I'm supposed to be in this relationship and I don't feel like I am. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm on an island. Um, And 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 I uh, I feel bad for that. I think their conversation was interesting because at first he sort of apologizes for saying, you know, basically apologizing for thinking that. Um, And, and we don't know. Maybe he had like a bigger reaction and that's what he was apologizing right. for. Maybe he stormed off and she was upset about it. Um, yeah. I do feel like he was justified in those feelings based on mm-hmm. the conversation he oversaw. Um, when it comes to the end segment of um, him sort of bringing that up again, uh, which is this is actually after they move into the apartments yeah. um, together, we get another conversation where he brings it up again and says, Hey, I just, you know, I can't help questioning. Like, is there anything there with you and Jarrett? And I, kind of the thing where it's like dude like don't bring it up because maybe if you don't bring it maybe only bringing it up might make her think about it yeah. again um I, but, but i think you know it was it, it was in the back of his mind and it's only going to continue to fester 
Right. And so he had to. But the time would have been in Mexico, not now. Because she's like, wait, I thought we left that in Mexico. I thought we were done. And now it just feels like you're not trusting my word on this. So I think she kind of took it a little bit. um, uh, She, yeah, she did. I did did not like her response to this. I mean, she felt felt blindsided, but then kind of tried to turn it around by bringing focusing on the ring yeah i felt like i I wrote down like she turns it around on him by being like oh well the reason that uh we even had this conversation about the ring was because i felt slighted that you didn't even try to like ask me you know what type of ring i wanted which you like tale as old as time when it comes to (laughs) wedding rings and and people having that debate of like well i want it to be something that i pick out and and is 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 my uh you know like from the from whoever's buying the rings perspective of like this is a gift that i'm giving them it's a representation of my love and then the other person being like i'm the one who has to wear it so maybe (laughs) i would like to make it out (laughs) yeah Yeah, but like come on don't don't talking like it's okay to go talk to your ex about a better ring he would have given you just and then turn it around like well you should have somehow prevented us from having that conversation she's like i was thinking like do you even know me i'm like like and 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 then what uh why did you propose it's like hey focus on the issue at hand why are you turning this around on sweet sal like he's just bringing up his concerns that that kind of made that gave me a little red flag with her of how she handles situations if she's in the wrong so that makes me really nervous yeah i don't love that um you know, I don't know what the status is, obviously, but I just couldn't help but think like, Sal, it doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for you, but uh, I would I would rather <laughs> I, I can I'll be happy with whatever ring <laughs> you give me. We can fight Not over picky. him. <laughs> we have I, a, yeah, exactly. a, a, I don't a, even yeah. like gold rings. It's OK. <laughs> We will have a triangle situation. Sal can pick. Yeah, he can pick. It's okay. Or I'll um, accommodate. And I'll let it. He can date both of us. Uh, <laughs> so we we have this, and I think what's interesting though, and, and something that I will um, say is for me, I'm going to put them in the yes column. I think mm-hmm. that they would work, and the reason is because on the coming up next. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have this, we have this end cap with the, they're the only people we really see move into the apartments and have this conversation. And that's right. the end of the episode. But in the coming up, everyone else, I wrote down like, oh, these people, they're fighting over this or they don't know, or there's tension, there's drama. And with them, I wrote Sal and Mallory, Mallory are being cute. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they just put this at the end of the episode to add some tension because really there's not going to be any drama with them moving forward. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're just good to go. Cause when they're good, they're really good. Like I really yeah. like their, how they flirt and it, it's just when they have this conflict, bringing up Jared is that's when things go awry. So I I also am very optimistic about them. So I'm going to go ahead and put them in the yes column too. Okay. Yes. Locking it in. Um, now, when it comes to Ayana and Jarrett, I, I, let's, let's see. Um, the, the tension we have in the coming up next with them has to do with, uh, with he, Mallory, it seems like, and she doesn't know if he's prioritizing her. That's really all we see. Um, you know, I feel like we there's no way we're gonna have like four marriages. I've already said I've already given three yeses. <laughs> um, but I'm you know I'm gonna give them a yes too. I I hope it works out. I'm rooting for them. 
Look, we could. We could have four couples stay together and live happily ever after. I, 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 but uh, it was a little... I mean, I know they edited it this way where she was getting in, on the next time mm-hmm. or in the next batch of episodes, she's getting in the car with the dress. And she has I think she's clothes. just driving she's to going the wedding. To the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what is this? I saw that clip and I'm like, they're trying to make it look like she's yeah. leaving. She's wearing pants. It's like, yeah, because she just hasn't put her dress on yet. Right. She's holding it. Like she's just getting ready to go. I don't think there's any concern there. I think the only hesitation is if I don't know. I don't know what could be their downfall besides besides Mallory. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't, but I also don't see Mallory and Jared running off into the sunset. Yeah, I don't. Because, I don't think that's a realistic thing. Yeah. So I don't think. I don't think it's like they're actually going to. To, you know, it seems more like a communication or like a can you can you, Jarrett, get over the woman who you're not going to be with? Right. Like, exactly. Can you yeah. move forward and just completely cut that off? Because that conversation they had on the beach with Jarrett and Ayana about like, do you think it's good to keep in touch with your exes? And Jarrett was more like, well, yeah, like that. He, so. Yeah. He's like, well, I mean, if she is in HR and I need something in HR, no, you need to find someone else that works in HR because there's no need to keep that going. I um, have um, heard this argument before. Yeah. <laughs> Being the Ayana in this situation. Yeah. No, no. And she was completely right when she was like, you don't need your ex. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a bridge you can burn. And he's like, well, exactly. I don't want to lose that. Yeah, no, you do lose that number because uh, what that sounds like is, oh well, in case we break up or in case yep. they break up, I exactly. would like to to have that on the back burner. And the number of people that I look, I understand it happens, but the number of people I see who you know line up their next prospect before they've gotten out of their previous relationship terrible and so that they have someone there to catch them when that's over no 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 there are too many people in the world for you to be hanging on to someone that you had such an intimate relationship with in the past that like i i i do I believe in having amicable breakups. I do yes. do that. I, I make I make sure that like there's no bad blood. If I see you on the street, we can speak. If I see you in a right. public place, we're good. But we don't need to continue a friendship, especially if I'm in another relationship. Yeah, especially not an active friendship where you would ever potentially take their side over the feelings of your right. current relationship. Exactly. If Ayana is not cool with this, you need to respect that. Exactly. Exactly. And keep it keep it pushing. There are going to be too many cross-couple mixers coming up for him to continue to pull Mallory aside to, are you really ready to get married? That's, that's really just not something you need to be asking in yes. the own protection of your own relationship. So we'll we see all what wanted, happens. We all wondered if there would be another Jessica. I did not peg Jarrett as being the, the <laughs> right? new <laughs> That was not on my bingo card. No, it um, wasn't. Although I think we might have a couple in this cast. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll put them in the yes column as well. Okay. But it, it could definitely Great. change. Spoilers. I might have some no's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, uh-huh. let, go ahead. You, you, let's, it's time. Let's, uh, you want to queue up the, this, the final plotline? Yes. So we have a lovely foursome of Natalie, Shane, Shayna, and Kyle. I will say Kyle does not look like a Kyle. I kept calling no, him. He doesn't. I think I tried. I called him Ryan at some point <laughs> talking about him. I call, it, Kyle, I just cannot make him be a Kyle. But, he doesn't look like a Kyle. He looks like, I don't know, something else. Like a, he could, honestly, like any other Craig. name. Craig, yeah. Chris. This doesn't look like a Kyle. Um, so this is another situation where we have, um, well, it's actually even more confusing because in the last one, we had two people who, who sort of, liked two other people but then we had like the the ends you know we had the the people on the far ends the um ayana and sal who didn't have any relationship between the two of them in this scenario um well i guess those those people are kyle and natalie kyle and natalie don't have any relationship but we've got shane likes both natalie and shana and Mm -hmm. shana who likes shane and then accepts the proposal of Kyle. <laughs> right. And so it's it's very interesting here. So if we okay, if we focus on the Shane, Shayna, Natalie of it all, that mm-hmm. that threesome. So Shane is is this this guy, right? He he let's see, how old is he? Here's he, who here's who he reminds me of. Uh-huh. And this might this might be just Sorry. partially based on looks. Uh-huh. Okay. Big Brother Nine, the winner of that season, <laughs> Adam, Adam, Adam. There's something I was gonna say, Ryan, but I'm like, that's not that's yeah. not a thing. That is not the winner. Um, there is something about them that's similar to me. I think it's like they the look enthusiasm <laughs> level and the fact that they look exactly the same. Um, right. he's he's got kind of creepy eye. <laughs> Gary, like very Gary Boosie eyes. So it's if Gary, I am saying his last name correct, right? Boosie. Yeah, Gary Boosie. If, yeah. if Gary Boosie and Adam had a love child, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it it's would so be weird. Shane. Um, Shane, I, I would never have thought that Shane was going to be a person where two women are fighting over him. Never in a million and, years. And what's funny is it seems like the rest of the cast of women are also thinking that. They're yeah. like, <laughs> What Shane, is really? <laughs> like, uh, okay, Natalie and Shayna, like go for it, but like uh not not for not for us. Uh, it, he he um he's a high ball of energy. He is a self-proclaimed tool. Yes. So he knows he's a huge tool, but he's more 
than what meets the eye. And I, I when people That's say that, layered. you know, yeah. he's like he's like a screwdriver that has lots has, of different yes. pieces. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Lots of different options you can plug in that can just fit into anything, anything that you yeah. want. And so he's 32. He's a broker. And so he's coming in as this guy that like when they introduced him, I said, there's no way. There's no way that there is going to be a solid relationship coming out of him because he reminds me of any any Chad I know. Like, <laughs> that's just like frat guy just wants to chug a few beers and is good to go. But he, he it, I saw a tweet, actually, that was like, Shane is a path, but I'm trying to figure out if it's socio or psycho. I died when I saw that tweet. I wish I could find the origin, but it's just like, okay, we have, we, we have this man, right? And he has Natalie who Natalie, sweet girl, very sweet girl. She, um, she is 30. I believe she's 31, uh, right now, or no, she's 29 right now. And so she has this very sweet relationship with Shane. It's like, they they have these normal conversations. They're getting to know each other. And it's just like, huh, I didn't expect this whatsoever. But if she likes it, I love it because I'm rooting for Natalie. I'm rooting for Natalie's happiness. But then Shane, on the other hand, has Shayna. And at this point, we we know, like, we see the types of relationships with, with Shayna and Shane. Shane and Shayna, when they get into the pods together, First thing he's asking her, what are you wearing? The last time a guy texts me, what are you wearing? I left him on red. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm the kind of person where if you're on a dating app and the first thing you message me is like, hey, girl, or like, Something like that, or like, oh, beautiful. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that is not for me. I'm not, that's an almost instant unmatch because I'm like, okay, first off, you've seen some pictures, but you don't know me. You don't, you don't know, you don't know that I'd be into that. Like, yes. don't be dropping a pickup line unless it's absolutely cringy and like where it's clear that it's intentional. But like, my sister came upstairs and just and told me, I asked her if she had any thoughts on the show, and she says, mm-hmm. Asking someone what they're wearing is a 2 a.m. text. Yes. It's not an opening of how you want to get to know someone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's just like what and it's and the way he's doing this is so different than how he's managing his relationship with Natalie, because with Natalie, like he she's saying he's so easy to talk to. Um, She's like, I don't want to. She's talking about herself. I don't want to toot my own horn. He's like, do it. I lo- like I love that you're tooting your own horn. They say they're each other's number one and they're getting deep. Like he's talking about his father passing away. And it's like it's a conversation with some substance. Then he hops in the pod with Shayna. What are you wearing? And then he's just and she ex- describes it. I'm wearing a crop top with some 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 pants. And he's like, oh, crop top. That's so hot. And it's just like. Are y'all 17? Like what what is happening in this pod? Where I thought we were looking for ma- like a, a potential wife, a potential husband. Where where are y'all going with these conversations? Yeah. I, I mean, I think from like the the beginning, I really thought like, oh, Shayna and Shane, perfect couple. They seem to have 
similar vibe, similar interests, that being what the other is wearing. Um, they, <laughs> they seem like, like very sort of like surface level. That's what you yes. expect. You expect and, them to be together. Yeah. And it's like, that's what they want. So if that's what they right. want, that's okay. And they, they concentrate a lot more on the drama that we'll get to. So it's hard for me to tell like exactly what Natalie likes about Shane. It, it becomes more clear when we get to Mexico, actually. But like in the pods, Natalie seems very mature, very put together, very sweet, very like, um, she's almost caricature, like, uh, like in the, in the circle. There, there are some people who like pretend to, to be falling in love with someone and they're like yeah oh my gosh i went on the the best <laughs> date last night with the person right. in the circle it's yeah. true love like in some ways that's what the vibes i was getting from natalie i'm like really shane like okay right. but but then they do montage through like you said him him opening up he, he seems to have a very 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 different relationship with natalie than he does with shana to the because point where it's cool well right <laughs> to the point where it feels like almost like he's just sort of having fun with Shayna but I'm not even sure he's really taking it seriously it seems to me that he's more like oh I want to continue this conversation with her but yeah I'm like Natalie is still my number one yeah okay yeah. it's like he's having fun like he's it's like he realizes is what he's there for with love is blind with Natalie but then with Shayna is like Oh, it's so fun talking to her because oh, that she's so hot. He tells her that even though he has not seen her, he believes that she's hot based on her voice, and he wants to have sex five times a day. He wants to f around at restaurants, and like that's the vibe he's looking for with Shayna. But what gets me is he comes in the pod, goes he 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 walks in. He's like, who am I talking to? And she's like, guess, which is what we referenced earlier. He guesses that he's talking to Shayna. She does. Natalie is there and she does not respond. And then he goes, what are you wearing? Come on, Shayna. And not only that, but he says, oh, I'm talking to Shayna. Perfect. That's who I hoped it was. Yes. He he like buries himself. (laughs) And and then drops all the, oh, what are you wearing, girl, and stuff, which is just outing how he acts around Shayna. So Natalie's seeing all this. This is after he's told Natalie and the guys that Natalie is his number one. Yes. He's already told her that. Um, and so she is just crushed because she's probably rightfully feeling like, oh, my gosh, I've been completely played. This guy has is stringing all of us along. He's probably told every girl that mm-hmm. they're his number one. And now here I am. And then the the part that actually makes me most annoyed, because I think he could have gotten out of this, you yes. know, okay. He could have said, he could have said like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, your voices are similar. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, yes, I, you know, I, I have, I, I have interest in Shayna as well, but of course you're still my number one. I'm, I'm so sorry that, you know, it's like saying somebody else's name in bed, right? Like you don't want to <laughs> get out of it. If you, if you, if you had to, there's you have a right finesse, but but what he does is he doubles down and he starts accusing her. He knows he's messed up. Yes. And so he starts being like, why do you even care? It shouldn't matter to you if I'm dating someone else. You shouldn't care. N- any conversation I have with her, like that shouldn't affect us at all. Like that is completely separate. And she's rightfully extremely hurt about this. Yeah. He's like, well, do you think I'm a, a, a uh, let's say a, a, a male part? He's like, do you think think I'm that? And if so, that's weird. No offense. And she's yeah. like, 
What? She feels so led on. Then he proceeds to say he's here for the right reasons. Pull that line straight from ABC primetime. And then he claims this isn't fair. He claims it's not fair that she's she feels weird about this situation. Oh, one of my (laughs) biggest pet peeves just in in the dating world is when someone pulls the like, well, I wouldn't be mad if you were talking to other people. Right. It's like it's like when you it's like with Ayana. If Ayana said, Jared, I don't like the fact that you are wanting to continue having this close friendship with your ex Mallory in front of me. Yeah. And if Jarrett was like, well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if you continued having friends. It's like, I, I don't care what you right. would, or would not be upset with. This is, I've already expressed what I'm not happy with. We exactly. may have differences in this area. We may disagree, but it doesn't matter. You know, I, you don't get to say like, oh, I'd be fine if you did that. Great. I'm glad you'd it's be fine if I did that, but that cool. does not mean that I'm fine with it. So. Right. Uh, He's he's horrible in this. Um, I think he even storms out and leaves, and, it, and they cliffhanger yeah, he it like he's left the game. Which right. Turns out he hasn't. Spoilers: he didn't leave the game, but I thought he did for a second. He said it's not worth him being there anymore. Like the the way that you just tried to turn this whole situation that she should just not care that you just called her your other options name is just beyond me. And I thought Natalie was done after this because honestly. I would have been, but Natalie's a better person than I am. And and it's so different from like the, you know, I I think that Natalie being upset here is is very different than how I feel like uh, Ayana should be upset when, um, when Jarrett proposed to to Mallory first, because Jarrett's at least honest about it. He's like, yeah, you know, I I understand that I did this, but I do also have feelings for you. And I want to make sure you understand that Mm -hmm. with, 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 um, with Shane, he's like, You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be upset with with <laughs> right. Jared. He's like, I understand that you might be upset about this. Yeah, you know, it, they're completely different ways that they handle a similarish situation. Right. Um, so, like, when he finally, which I didn't get what he was doing, he finally asks uh, Natalie to be his girlfriend. So I'm thinking he's done dating. You going into a pod <clears throat> is dating someone else. So right. if you are asking her to be your girlfriend, you're done with Shayna. But he's not. He goes back in the pod with Shayna and she's like, I heard you basically propose to Natalie. (laughs) He's like, well, why does it matter what I'm talking about with other girls? And it's just like, what, just what are you, what is, what are you thinking? What, What is going on with you? Why do you think these women are just insane for thinking that they want you to be focused on solely them. I just, it was beyond me. I couldn't, I was nauseous watching him with them. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe he truthfully wouldn't be jealous if some other guy um, or upset if if another guy was uh, hitting on Natalie or if she was having that relationship, like it, it kind of comes off as like the reason he feels this way. And the reason he says stuff like that is because he doesn't, believe like he believes that he's hot stuff but that the the women aren't or something you know if that makes sense like he doesn't he believe did, that someone else is with natalie he did say that at one point that he um he he thinks that people he's like people often think because of my personality that i get a lot of compliments seriously are people really saying that about like you're just five star personality they're thinking that you're getting compliments left and right so yeah, let's talk about the compliments. Please. Thing, that's like a that's a whole runner. Yeah, it is. I mean, he doesn't say this, but what he is saying is my my love language 
is a positive affirmation or words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I need it constantly, constantly, constantly. I'm going to act like I, I mean, he's, he's straight up saying like, I have a lot of insecurities and I need you to constantly hype me up. Yeah. He does not take, he, he seems like the kind of person who would be able to like joke around with someone, but he doesn't. Whenever, whenever Natalie jokes and says something like, you know, take your shirt off. Oh, never mind. Put it back on. Like, yeah. you can tell, even yeah. when he laughs it off, you can tell that he's truly upset with these kind of things. Right. Um, you know, I don't know his whole history. I don't know his, uh, maybe reasons for doing, for feeling that way and needing the, the constant reassurance and compliments, especially when, I don't know that we see that he's really giving them out either. Like, is he giving out compliments to all the women? Not really. He does a lot of like, oh, you're so lucky to be with me. There's a lot of that. (laughs) But yeah, or the cons are like maybe when they were in the group setting, but because, you know, he gets engaged to um, Natalie and then they go to Mexico. And when they're in the group setting, he says like, oh, Natalie's the hottest one here. Maybe that. Maybe he That's thinks not to her though, right? I mean, <laughs> like, you know. Oh well. Um, and and I noticed that Natalie does like try to start complimenting him more, but it's I think it's funny because it's sort of like if you tell someone hey, I really need compliments from you. And then they start giving you compliments. Don't you feel like that's a little bit like, okay, well, they're only doing it because you told them. Literally. But I think for him, it's like, no, as as long as I'm getting it, I'm good. And that's their biggest issue is that she's not stroking. I don't know. Okay, I understand that people, some people's love language languages are words of affirmation. And I understand that you get validation through that. But the, 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 I guess, he wants it in excess. So then it, it's not, it doesn't feel genuine. And I feel like it's just stroking his ego at that point. Like he doesn't with their, their, their big argument at the end of their, of episode five, he's saying like, I, I, I need you to stop joking about our relationship because why are you not bragging to other people about how I treat you? She's like, well, I don't feel like I need to tell other people how great our relationship is. And he's like, well, why not? You know, and it's just like, why do you get that validation from that? He wants her bragging about him. He wants her constantly telling him how handsome he is, constantly telling him how funny he is, talking about his body. And I'm like, but it it leaves me speechless because do you not think she likes you? These these people are in their like thirties. Like, don't you think by that time you would hopefully have gotten this <laughs> like childishness <laughs> out of your system of, right. of like the the not being able to communicate, the constant uh like everything turns into a storm off fight with Shane. Like yes. even when it, there's not like the yelling and the the raising their voice exactly, but he always just says I'm done and walks away. Like <laughs> right. when he's when he's upset about this kind of thing and. You know, like Shane, um, I don't know. Look, look at your, look at your life. Look at yourself. Please. Yeah. Just take a step back and see why you need this. Because yeah. I think, it, I think that's the root of the problem is that he really, now that he's met Natalie, he's trying to search for that chemistry that they had in the pod or that he felt like they had in the pod. And right now, the only thing he can look at is that he's not getting compliments. He's not because they're not having to, to to keep that counter going. They're having no issues, issues in the bedroom. 
They've said that they're getting physical. They've been intimate. And he's bragging about how she's, you know, she went there. So is he just trying to fabricate an issue? Or does he legitimately... Like, is he insecure about how she feels about him? I don't well, know. And, and what's interesting with them, and I, I think this is going to be a much bigger plot point coming up um, in the next drop, but there's not the Mallory Jarrett of it all here. Mm-hmm. Like, he he had, they had drama in the pods with him um, also having a relationship with Shayna, but but eventually he locks in with Natalie, stops yeah. talking with Shayna. We're going to get a, a moment where Shayna basically uh, decides to tell him, like, hey, I just want to, like, shoot my shot with you. I know you've yeah. kind of chosen Natalie, but I just want to, like, put that out there. And he he shuts her down pretty respectfully and says, like, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, that this is... I would have loved to hear that earlier, but um, you know, it's too late. You missed your shot. Right. Um right. and, and since uh spoilers, but since Shayna's not going to be in Mexico with <laughs> with the rest of them, um, we don't really have any tension of like a jealousy exactly. So right. it's a little unclear what's going on there. Natalie surprised me because I feel like Natalie in Mexico was a very different person than Natalie in the pods. Um, I'm not sure why Natalie is kind of awkward around him she seems to resort a lot to the kind of mean jokes yeah um, to him and i don't know if that's just because that's the way that she jokes or if like she sort of feels like it's it's in a way her way of showing affection i'm not sure i don't know if that's the case or if she's nervous or if she's really in her head about stuff or what but um like at some point one of the women i can't remember who it is but at the mixer says that natalie is like their version of Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I thought that was going to be Shayna, I guess for whatever reason, maybe Natalie was, uh, and we just didn't see it, but maybe Natalie among the women was very braggadocious or very, like, I'm not sure. Uh, but she seems very comfortable talking about, you know, the the bedroom with them. And yeah. she seems very outgoing. She's going to later say that she's an introvert, but it doesn't come across quite the same. Like, I think she's an extrovert, extrovert too. It's just no one could possibly be on Shane's level. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like, compared to him, she's saying she's an introvert, but she said, like, she, because she's an introvert, she doesn't get her energy from people. And he's so, he's like, so I'm sucking the energy out of you. He took that as such a negative. Yeah, it's yeah, he does kind of jump to to like negative conclusions about a lot of things when I feel like she's just trying to kind of have a conversation. They both do. They're both not good at communicating when they're when they're sort of upset. It's like instead of calling her out when she says the jokes, he'll bottle it up, wait until she says the 10th one and then be like, gosh, I hate when you you know do that or whatever. Um, Right. So there's that. But what's interesting is that the mixer, all, almost all the other couples say like, oh, yeah, I think if it's going to work out with any of us, it's going to be Natalie and Shane. Yeah. Which is surprising. I <laughs> right. I was like, how are they getting that? It's like they thought that they were like the Cameron and Lauren. And I think that's mainly because of Shane's energy. Like he's so over the top. And so it looks like they are just on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, mm, I don't know if he's just giving off that vibe, but he clearly I mean, clearly they have a physical connection, but are they going to be able to have anything else? You know, because with any time they've had any kind of conflict, he's just gotten up, walked walked away, like you said. And so is he just going to keep finding issues? And I know I know there are people that find like mean humor as a way of flirting. So maybe she just adapts. I mean, to be fair, she's only known him for like a week or so. 
and only been in person for a few days. So it's like, okay, I could give her that um, now that she knows that it hurts his feelings. But I don't know. I just beyond. I don't know. It's hard for me to just see how they how they work. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I think it's going to be very interesting to see them in the real world. It's going to be very interesting to see them with each other's families and and things like that. Um, With with Natalie and Shane, we're going to have the uh, coming soon bit they show of them is uh, just issues between between how they're communicating um, Mm -hmm. and and that sort of thing. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out. my, I, I, I gotta say, I, I, I put them at no. Do, do you feel like they're gonna work Absolute, out? Absolutely no. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. So it sounds like, so it, it sounds like the way that we phrase it, that Shayna would be done. Of course not. Shayna has this very interesting experience in the pod <sighs> where she is, she's so into Shane. But she also is getting this connection from Kyle. And I've seen a lot of people, especially in the patron group, compare Shada and Kyle to Jessica and Mark. Yep. Um, she is a little bit older, but it's only about, she's only three years older than him. So not a major age difference, but you know, they're having a good, good conversation. He's re- he seems really into her. We find out she's been engaged before and it just seems like it's just that, that other relationship is kind of keeping, keeping it going outside of what she had going with Shane because she's getting, the affirmation that she needs from Kyle because he's so into her and she likes that they, they didn't both go to college and, um, but he seems like an intellectual, but once they have a conversation about religion and she's religious and he is an atheist, it feels like that's where it should have been a done deal because for her, it mattered for him. He didn't care. Right. He's like, look, we just both have extreme views on religion, but I feel like that is a very important thing. Like we've seen, we've seen situations of that people having religious differences and it can matter to one person more than the other. Uh, You know, uh, it's, it's not news. If you read any kind of like book on dating, marriage and divorce and that kind of thing, like the more things that you have in common with someone, the, the typically kind of like easier road that would be. Obviously, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it can't work out if you have have major differences, but right. that's sort of like setting yourself up for success, right? Is like the way that they they think about it. Um, yeah. And so, when it comes to her her core values and her views on religion, if she thinks that it is a a law, and now we we don't know what Shane's religious beliefs are. So I mean, he says really he sure. he does say he's an atheist. So I think just I mean, no, uh, sorry, Shane. Like oh, I'm Shane, just saying, if she, Shane yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we know that that Shayna was um was she raised Catholic? I don't remember, but she sure. she's a yeah. It's very very important to her. Um, so so much so where they you know they have a conversation about like uh, evolution and and they have completely different views yeah, on that. She doesn't too. believe in evolution. And he's yeah, like, she well, that's wild. Some pretty extremist religious views. Um, and you know I know like my grandparents happily married fifty plus years. Uh completely polar opposites when it comes to politics Mm. you can make it work it does happen um but you need to be people who are okay with the fact that you're going to have those differences exactly you have both have to be okay yeah now i think there's an asterisk here which is (laughs) i think that if there was no shane in the picture this may be a different thing 
Exactly. Part of me wonders if Shayna's like, I'm going to accept Kyle's proposal just to stay on the show longer and potentially have another shot with Shane. All of me is like that. Not yeah. just part. It, that is the <laughs> only reason she said yes, because I have never seen a more uncertain person during a proposal. She literally mouthed, oh my God, when she saw the ring box in his in, in her pod. She, it, it, for her to find out it was his mother's engagement ring. And then he goes on to say, you remind me so much of my mother because she was very religious. And she also makes me the happiest I've ever been. And so then he asked her if she would marry him. And then with the most, with all of the uncertainty, she says, yes, which is, yes, I will marry you so that I can go to Mexico and meet Shane. Literally, that's it. Now, the part of me that that is confused here is that then she leaves Mexico. So she, with as far as we know, without meeting Shane, yeah, um, she couldn't but, take it when yeah. she realized what she had done. Yeah, so I mean, I think that she is 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 clearly very, uh, you know, likes Kyle as a person. Now, Kyle's interesting because Kyle is like head over heels for Shayna. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. Shayna's in, is she she gives gives off extremely different vibes when she's talking to Shane versus Kyle. Like with mm-hmm. with Kyle, they seem more more serious and more, um, you know, you're like. It, almost wondering like is it just is it just the religious stuff is that the yeah. only thing that's holding her back um she doesn't really talk i don't think we get anything from her at all about um about kyle's appearance or anything when when she meets him um so it seems to me like yeah she's not really thinking about kyle kyle's not really yeah. a factor kyle kyle is a vehicle for her to be on the show at this point it's it's kind of sad when you think about it cuz poor kyle is like not taking that hint at all like right. when she leaves Mexico, he's like, oh, well, um, you know, it's not the same without you. And but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to grow on her. You just see, you know, like I'll make right. it work. Like, props to him for trying. I feel bad for, for poor sweet Kyle. But right. I, yeah, it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like that's going to be really the storyline. I think they, they kind of show that, like, he's going to keep trying. But my guess is the storyline is more her going to try and slide into to Shane's whatever dms but in yeah. person yeah <laughs> i i so I, I had it i i got it mixed up he was the one that went in for the kiss not um sal so he was the one that went in with the hand and he realized that she was so out of his league that's why he was so excited he's just like oh my gosh she's beautiful and she's she's already she brings up when they meet i'm scared about our differences and i think that could be a problem so i was like yeah, no, she just realized what she did and going to Mexico, knowing that, OK, this is a romantic setting. I have to spend the night with him. She's just like, OK, I got to go. I thought it was going to be a situation where they just let her stay in a ho- different hotel room. I'm glad they did not. And and so when I saw that she left and we made it like another episode without her coming back, I said, oh, maybe she's a better person than I thought. I was like, yeah. oh, we're done. But then he leaves and he's still like, well, you know, I I think she's, you know, perfect for me. And I was like, well, I guess we're done with them until we see them meet in Chicago. And he still has all the hope in the world. And she tells us she cannot get over Shane and she's not going to let Natalie stand in the way of that. She's like, regardless of him, you know, deciding to marry Natalie, I'm not going to take a bad seat to Natalie with her feelings for Shane, which is just absolutely gross. It's gross. Um, unlike some of the other people, there's no transparency. It it does not seem that 
uh, Kyle is aware of any of this going on in her head. From yeah. Kyle's perspective, he thinks it's just about uh, her feeling uncomfortable with their differences because that's what she's saying, but it's not what she means. Um, exactly. And so I feel I feel bad for Kyle because yeah, he should just you know he he's getting hurt in this for no reason, and he seems mm-hmm. like a sweet guy, but. Poor Kyle. Poor yeah, Kyle. I, I think I it and and we see on the next time on that she's going to be talking to Shane face to face, and she's going to say it's comical that you that if you would think that you and her have any chemistry, so she's only going to try to rub it in, similar to Jessica last season. Yeah, although I do wonder if that edit could have been that she was saying somehow saying it's comical that Kyle could think that we have any chemistry. <laughs> like, is like talking about be. herself. Like I don't know. It's, yeah. it's possible. Um, because otherwise, that seems like, like, girl, what do you have to get? Like, Natalie's fine. You don't need to. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely have a situation here where we could see a potential of someone switching if, I mean, who knows? I Shayna is not done with Shane. We don't yet know if Shane is done with Shayna. Um, he, he never mentioned her. In- right. You know, he he didn't uh, he didn't bring up anything. It's it was not a plot point of like, oh, Shane's disappointed that she didn't show up. That didn't happen right. at least so far. But that doesn't mean it can't later. Exactly, and he also hadn't seen her. I think that <sighs> he would be attracted to her, especially with how Kyle reacted. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. So I'm nervous about that because I want the best for Natalie. I want the best for Kyle. I want the best for Salvador. I, they're just like like there's so many likable people on this cast and I just hope that it ends up working out for the best for them even if it is deciding that the person that they had are engaged to is not their person I just want them to make the most the healthiest decision for them because to see another Gigi and um Gigi Damien guy, Damien yeah, yeah to see another Gigi and Damien is just like it's toxic it I, is. I just don't want I don't that for that. them they're sweet souls so I don't know that I mean, those are those are all the couples. Those are our couples. Uh, safe to say, it's going to be a no for Kyle and Shayna. Yes, same. I mean, I think it is a no already. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it should have been a no in the pods. Yeah, yeah, it should have been. Uh, I, I will say that the uh, the weddings look much nicer than the weddings they had in season oh, one. I don't know do. if they got a budget increase <laughs> yes. or what, but we got some outdoor weddings, much cuter than the like Cultural a warehouse weddings. wedding <laughs> yeah. that we had in season one. Um, yeah. yeah, with like the you know fold out chairs and stuff. Eh, okay, right. We'll, we'll get to it. Um, I'm I'm excited. I was I was happy to. Have the the season start with enough intrigue, enough interesting couples. Yes. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to uh, do it if they were going to try to the, hit the same number roughly of people. Kind of seems mm-hmm. like what they ended up with at the very least. Uh, yeah. Got lucky there. Um, I I hope that, that some of the other people on the show who maybe didn't get highlighted, maybe I, ho- I hope at least some of them had some interest. Right. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't like, didn't, uh, didn't see that. Yeah, I hope we do see that there were there were two more couples that got engaged and we didn't follow their storylines because they had I mean, they had so many people that we didn't get to see anything about them. Um, So it would be a nice to to get some more background. But maybe if we don't, it, it's OK. But I'm really excited about this season. I can't wait for us to come back and cover the next batch of episodes and then the finale the week after that. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Mary, where can people find you? And what are you up to? 
Yeah, you can find me um, everywhere at Frail Mary, and you can check out uh, other podcasting I do on my own at Kowski Cast and with Kirsten McKinnis um, there. That's cow with a K. Um, I'm so excited to be finally talking about a dating show because <laughs> I I have a lot of thoughts on dating and relationships. It's, it's, the, it's my version of yelling at the TV, you know, for, right. for, for, for sports and things. So this is so much fun. Um, that's where you can check me out. But also if you're, if you're enjoying this, uh, please reach out on, to me or Asia on, on Twitter or uh, in the Robbins podcast Facebook group or anywhere else to let me know your thoughts on love is blind as i'm watching the drops i will be live tweeting my thoughts so feel free to check that out um for a a more (laughs) spontaneous version of of what i'm thinking i'm less collected than here um and you can also i believe follow this feed along with the uh, married at first sight um podcast over on the first sight feed uh robberswebsite.com slash first sight feed i believe Yes. Correct? Yep, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, you can, when you, we go there, you can subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed, which will um, include all of these podcasts and then all of the Married at First Sight podcasts and then any other that will fall in line. So definitely subscribe so you can see what else is going to fall into this category. Um, and also leave us a five star rating. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you want to see even more content beyond season two of love is Bind. definitely leave us a five-star rating and let us know that you listened and you enjoyed and what you thought um you can find me on twitter at asia like asia a-y-s-h-a like a-s-i-a i am podcasting weekly with jason reed about married at first sight season 14 we're having a great time we've been having some awesome guests so definitely go listen to that um i also joined Chappelle and rob over on nothing but netflix uh with sasha joseph to talk about tinder swindler so that was yeah that was a great time um so if you want to learn about dating apps definitely go check that out and hear some uh horror stories and then um also joined uh, melissa and taryn on the celebrity big brother stock watch um and so yeah so if you want to see anything i'm up to i definitely tweet about it and uh, you can go follow me on twitter And so until the next time we are back to talk about episodes six through nine of Love is Blind, um, we will catch you next time. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.